Here live on the telephone with R.W. Estella with a word in edgewise. Good morning, R.W. Good morning, Allison. As the beginnings of the lunar eclipse transfixed our interest yesterday evening a little before 10 o'clock, I thought about the past few days and what this 2015 cusp of summer into fall was looking like. I thought about celebrity chef Lydia Bastianich, who had been featured in an Associated Press story about what the visiting pope in New York City had for dessert Thursday night. Bastianich had made sure to include angel food cake because she thought, quote, it played well given the situation, close quote. Hot on the heels of that papal news was the main Sunday Telegram article about the hundred or so folks who had made a pilgrimage sponsored by the Roman Catholic Diocese of Portland and the St. Paul the Apostle Parish of Bangor to the Festival of Families in Philadelphia in hopes of catching an up-close glimpse of Pope Francis on Sunday. And while we watched the burgeoning lunar eclipse work its way toward total and September's full moon become the mega-harvest blood moon, my girlfriend and I thought back to about 14 hours before, when we had left Orono for the Common Ground Fair in Unity. The lads in their hundreds to Ludlow came in for the fair. There's men for the barn and the forge and the mill and the fold, writes English classical scholar and poet A.E. Hausman in poem 23 of his 1896 cycle, A Shropshire Lad. Although during our arrival at the Common Ground Fair, we saw thousands and not hundreds of people gathering at the Mosca Fairgrounds, the sense of the barn and the mill and the fold was just as central a characteristic. We began by touring the many solar energy vendors and then saw a friend at a wood heat outfit purchasing a renovated 1940s-era Wagner cast-iron skillet. Out upon him yells the clown in Act 4, Scene 3 of Shakespeare's The Winter Tale, first performed in 1611 and first published in the first folio edition of his works in 1623. Prig, for my life, Prig, he haunts, wakes, fares, and bear baitings, continues the clown. But I had forgotten perhaps one of the most interesting moments, as my girlfriend and I were trooping along with scores of other attendees making our way from the parking lots to the fair fairgrounds. A guy about my age, meaning one who might qualify for AARP membership, was pulling a small old red wagon, the kind kids used to be fond of. In it was a rounded-over pile of one-and-a-half-inch to two-inch diameter, mostly greenish nuts. I guessed somewhat audibly, chestnuts? And the gentleman looked back over his shoulder and said, hickory nuts, would you like to try growing some? My affirmative reply was met with an offer to help myself to a few, which I did, putting them into my shirt pocket and thinking, how cool, maybe I'll have a couple of hickory trees someday and I'll remember exactly where they came from and when. A couple of hours later, after numerous other visits to vendors and various conversations, we needed to head back to Orono. As we left the fairgrounds, we heard the rhythmic drumming and melodies of the group Inanna and smiled to each other, since we had only a week ago in our classes discussed the poems of the Sumerian goddess Inanna. If you don't know where you're going, you might wind up someplace else, famed catcher Yogi Berra was fond of saying. As of this past week, Yogi has left us for someplace else, but in the meantime, 
some of us, if we're lucky, may know where we're going and even so wind up someplace else. Such was the case for many people this past week, traveling mentally, physically, emotionally, trying to appreciate the miracles along the way. For more on Maine, have a great day. Zoom. 